With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We've got Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart, it's just a miracle that my phone's working this evening for the show. Yeah, been off all day long. So anyway, uh, you have some things you wanted to read, so let's go there first. Thank you, Stuart. Uh, I've got about three little quick notes I want to make and who sent them because uh, people are praying for us. People are supporting us and appreciating what we do. Here's one uh, from somebody in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, sent me just a little note, uh, said to tell you, said, uh, thanks for all you do. You guys keep the brothers and sisters informed. We are all uh, trying to complete our journey. Says, blessings to you guys, you know, Stuart and Larry, and uh, all your families. So that was a good one from uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Then I got another interesting one from, uh, i just say, Connie in um, Oklahoma. And just a little comment here said, You and Stuart have really been putting out the info. Keep it up. We listen to every show. Said, It is easy to see the forces of evil are getting bolder by the month. They are back. They are not backing down. We try to give some warnings out to people, uh, but to no avail. Said they really don't want to accept reality and make any plans to persevere or endure. Yeah. Said uh, anyway. Blessings from Connie, and uh, that was from uh, Oklahoma. And then I got another one, a uh, pretty interesting one. I. I a little bit in shock in my mailbox. Uh, I got a card or a letter from Dublin Mail Center. <laughs> that's that's Ireland, by the way. And so I got a card from Jacqueline in Ireland and said, uh, thank you guys so much for all your hard, hard work and dedication, getting the message out about what is really going on in this crazy world. Uh, said love and prayers to you and Stuart and all your your loved ones in Jesus name Jacqueline so I you know I really appreciate Stuart uh, people that just send those notices out to us it means a lot to get a physical card or a physical letter and and someone really does appreciate your work and and I've got a quite a few letters I got to say since we you allowed me to say I had a need, uh, most all that need's been met now, and I appreciate so very, very much the help. I couldn't have done it without them. Well, yeah, and uh, we've gotten a number of cards and whatnot, and uh, appreciate the prayers for what I'm going through here. It's nothing compared to what the Lord went through, so I'm not going to complain about it. Um, I did get a an email or a comment from somebody, and it was about. Well, I'm not going to spend a lot of time. You got to push the button. Was the title of it, and it talks about um, pushing the button, and that is baptism. And of course, the Lord did order us to be baptized in water. There's no question there. The question was, is uh, does 
if you have been baptized in water or sprinkled with water, are you saved at that point? And the answer has to be no. Uh, I used to baptize people. I'm sure Larry's baptized some people. I used to sit down with them for about three or four hours. Baptism is a really serious deal. It's, it should never be taken lightly because it's really a commitment that you're going to go forward with what the Lord has required. And I don't think people understand that. So the easiest way to explain it is what a baptism on earth here is a symbolic gesture. It's a parable in motion. The real baptism is when one comes into contact with Jesus Christ and is handed or given, I should say, if they accept his offer, divine love. Then you are baptized in heaven as well. And uh, everybody forgets any straight gate, any narrow way, and it's too bad because uh, of the false prophets that Peter and everybody warned about, Jesus himself warned about were coming, and that they would uh, actually destroy the straight gate, narrow way, tell you it's not necessary, and on and on and on they would go. So anyway, in John it says, and this is the condemnation. We've talked about it before. It is uh, one condemnation. It's not a multitude of your sins. You're born a sinner, and you, and you uh, yeah, that's just who you are. Nothing we can do about it. So this is the condemnation, only one. That divine love, it's light, has come into the world. And men love the darkness rather than the light of divine love. I'm paraphrasing and putting it in there. Because their deeds were evil. You remember when Jesus said, you being parents and how you love, you being evil, how you love your children and give them gifts and whatnot? When he refers to humanity as being evil, he's referring to them as being evil because they don't have divine love within them. You have to be born again in order to get divine love. And that's all been trampled to the ground now. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deed should be reproved. Now, it doesn't say believe in the light. It doesn't say have faith in the light. Those are prerequisites. If you didn't really believe and you didn't really have faith, you wouldn't do what Jesus Christ told you to do. And, of course, obedience is a nasty word, just like repentance. We can't have obedience and we can't have repentance. It's a free-for-all. And they're a bunch of liars. They're very deceived, but they're, they're still lying to people. Anyone, uh, if you hate the light, then you won't come to it. Now, the definition for come is a whole lot different than belief or have faith. Come to means exactly what you would think it means. And it says, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light. That light is divine love. That's the only issue between man and God. You don't have it, humanity, and Jesus Christ does. You're going to be judged, humanity, by divine love. You're not going to pass. Why, that's why Jesus came here. The only reason he came here was to reestablish that love link so that when a person perishes, they pass, not because they're righteous, but because Jesus is righteous, we don't have any righteousness anywhere in our flesh. The flesh is, <laughs> I don't know, it's perverted, ugly, rotten to the core. And people just don't want to admit that, but uh, that's what it is. That's what the Bible teaches. Anyway, here's the other one. In that day, this is John 14, 20 through 22. In that day shall ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Now that know is a very important word. It means experientially know. You're going to know something. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he, is, he it is that loveth me. 
And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. In other words, Jesus is saying, I'm personally going to reveal to the believer who is obedient, walks that straight gate narrow way, uh, he will come and he will manifest himself and show himself as to who he is, what he is, and why. All of that is all missing now. Oh, I'll just say a simple sinner's prayer and you're in. Just be baptized and you're in. No, you're not. People, get out your Bibles because the time is really starting to run very, very short. And... Um, Larry, where do you want to start? I, I, I want to bring up this star sign. And Steve Fletcher has been talking about the Feast of Atonement as a very possible high rapture watch. Uh, and then what's interesting is this, uh, this deal that's going on on October 14th is just uh, incredible. And uh, the more you examine it, this is not coincidental in any way, shape, or manner. This is a either a warning that the church must get ready, or it's a warning to humanity that what just happened with the great vanishing has already taken place. Now, I don't know which it is. It may be the date of the rapture itself. I doubt it. I don't know when the rapture is going to take place. I'll probably know at the day when it occurs, but before that, probably not. Um, and I did put up a big blog up on it, and I urge people to go there and uh, look at it. Uh, the star sign of uh, 2017 on Feast of Trumpets it alludes to the birth now, a lot of people mocked that star sign. They said it wasn't legit, happens every year, blah, 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 blah. Well, in some ways, it does happen every year, but not the way that one happened. What made that whole thing legitimate was a comet that had never come through before, and it was called, they dubbed it the Conception comet and it was uh, it was in Virgo and Jupiter and this conception comet met in the belly of Virgo that's why they called it the conception comet and it was nine months or so not exactly but almost nine months to the day um, later when this when the, the man child was born that's not coincidental, folks. That's real. God is talking to us from the heavens. You, that conception comet, by the way, has never returned and never will. doesn't have to. It's already done. So that was an announcement in 2017 for the church, and basically I think for Israel as well, get ready because the end is fast approaching. Anyway. Um, Larry, got any questions on what I've done so far? <laughs> any comments? Well, it's really, it, it's really interesting on, uh, you know, what you've laid out. I've got some comments in a minute, but go ahead and finish, and then I'll make some comments. Okay, uh, the star sign. I want to get into this. The location of the, it's an annular eclipse. If you're not familiar with an annular eclipse, it's kind of like a wedding ring in the heavens. It, the sun is blacked out, but the outside rim is very visible. And it's not a full, total eclipse. This eclipse happens on October 14th. And guess where it's located? On the, on the hand of Virgo. And it's right on her fingers. Now, there are different things, but, you know, drawings about how that is. But they all land exactly where her hand is to signify that uh, this is a wedding ring eclipse. It's also known as that. 
For those who don't know, an annual eclipse is a special eclipse that resembles a ring. Wedding ring. Ancient weddings were a seven-day affair. And I remind people that Daniel's 70th week is a seven, a week is seven days. You just translate it over to seven years. Anyway, the eclipse begins at 15.03 universal time. You remember what Jesus said about the 153 fishes? You'll find that in John. It's very, very interesting. I think Peter hauled out 153 very big fish, and one was on the fire. They didn't really recognize Jesus right away, but they did know who he was almost immediately. And uh, he, the 153 fishes, I believe, is the church. That's what it represents. And um, one is union, five is grace, and three is resurrection. So there's a reason why 153. And here's what it says in John 21, 10 through 12. Jesus saith unto them, Bring of the fish which ye now have now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fishes, a hundred and fifty-three. And all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. And Jesus saith unto him, Come and dine. And none of the disciples did ask him, Who art thou? Knowing, of course, that it was the Lord. So, that's kind of interesting. Now, the place to see the eclipse, the last place, I should say, to see the eclipse is Natal, Brazil. Natal means Christmas in Portuguese, but it also relates to giving birth. Isaiah 66, 7, before she travailed, she brought forth before her pain came, she was delivered of a man-child. That is a direct reference back to uh, 2017 and the star sign. Now, um, the city of Natal has a nickname, A Nova do Sol, which means Bride of the Sun. This is by accident, folks. The eclipse departs Natal at 1948 UTC. What's that referring to? Birth of Israel, 1948. From Israel's birthday this year on May 14th to this October 14th eclipse is exactly 153 days. The fish. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many... Two by fours, the Lord has to use on all of us to get us to wake up to a few simple facts. If you go back into Genesis, and it, and it tells us how God was going to use the moon, the sun, and the stars to give a message. Well, this is what this is. It's a message. Anyway, at the moment of October 14th, the wedding ring eclipse first hits land the percentage of sun coverage is 88.88%. Uh, 888 means a lot in uh, numbers, so I don't want to get into all that. And if you add up the date for that, it's 13, which is rebellion. And on and on it goes. Anyway, what do you think, Larry? Kind of well, interesting. That's a re really interesting time frame right now. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, most of the communications I get from people are saying that they feel like we're right on the very verge of the end of things. And yes. it's kind of a, it seems to be a corporate feeling to some degree. And then also you were mentioning, uh, well, you mentioned the sun. And ironically, and people, a lot of people may have overlooked that, the, the name Ida, which there's recently uh, this hurricane I guess Adalia, I guess is how you say that. It's an Italian, it's actually originally an Italian word, an Italian name, and it means behold the sun. 
Now, now, you know, uh, George Nury and even Art Bell used to say there are there are no coincidences. In other words, it's just not a coincidence. They named it that, and it's just it's doing it now. Uh, there's a reason for all these names. It's almost like the Bible. The Bible's a math, math, mathematically perfect book, and oddly enough, every number in it and every name in it means something, has great meaning, and, and it's, it's not there because that's a good word to fit in that sentence. It's there because of, it, of its meaning, and it's meaning for you to read it, and then what that does, and you consider and understand from that reading. And so it's just it's incredible. Yeah, it is amazing to have these signs are really starting to come. And then also, don't forget, folks, um, you know, Steve Fletcher's talking about possible rapture watch, Feast of Atonement, and uh, that's coming up here in September around 25th, 26th, somewhere in there. And don't forget, we have that new green comet, Nishimore, to be the closest to the Earth, and the numbers are different that's 911 through the 12 13 somewhere in there the eclipse of the sun uh it's possible they said that the comet might explode and hide the sun for a while that's just pure speculation and i would not uh, put any much on that but uh folks we're headed into trouble and um I got a lot of news along those lines. Where do you want to start with worldly news? Well, I, I was going to kind of dovetail it into the time frame. You're talking about September and October, and I think you're exactly right. Whether you look at it from a spiritual perspective or you look at it from a natural perspective, either way, let me let me give you a couple of things real quick, and uh, this kind of dovetails into what we're talking about. Uh, there's a lot of back background chatter not in i want to make this clear there's no background chatter except lies in mainstream media but the background the, the chatter in the background i'm talking about is like uh here's one uh, biden approved di- direct u.s military aid to taiwan ux taxpayers aid to taiwan at 80 million sent to congress by biden this is for U.S. military equipment to Taiwan. There's a lot of chatter in the background about we're very close to China deciding to take Taiwan. Now, we're looking at September. There's a lot of spiritual warnings about September, too, different dates, different times, and all of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, And as a matter of fact, right now we're on the cusp of, you know, you can read it in a minute about Russia's Sarmat missiles, but... Uh, you know, the Ukraine thing is on the verge of either enlarging or really blowing. Matter of fact, uh, the Golden Report today, September the 1st, from Joel Golden over in Jerusalem, uh, he says Iran uh, basically and its proxies are beginning to set up for an all-out war against Israel. And so you've got that going on. And let, let me give you this one now. This is Hal Turner. Take it or leave it. You know, but it's very, very interesting. And, Stuart, you know a lot more about uh, the financial aspect than I do, but uh, they could pull the plug almost any time. But listen to the dating here in this. This is Al Turner, Covert Alert, Restricted, August 30th. You can't read it unless you get it. But uh, it says Covert Alert Banks. That's all he said. Now, I'm going to give you a few things here. Take it or leave it. And I'd like your comments on this one, Stuart says current unrealized losses in the banking system is 1.8 trillion out of only 2.2 trillion capital coming corporate taxes due September 15th next possible US government shutdown October 2nd public has no knowledge US banks are already insolvent and his comment is, and this is to subscribers, have cash stashed in a safe place for food, fuel, and medicine. Cash will become king for time. Says October seems a target date. Collapse. No ATMs, credit and debit cards, non-functional, no checks. He said, get ready now. So, you know, if I run that down through that list, basically, there's a lot of warnings about September 
and also uh, in October. We're getting both back. And, of course, you know my my uh, dream I had that time about the <laughs> missiles of October that never has yes. happened. But I still – it was so vivid, I still remember it clearly. And then I wanted to also mention the fact that right now it appears that uh, there's something – tragically it appears wrong with Biden – uh, and I'm not talking spiritual, I know about that, but I'm talking natural uh, with, uh, you know, some of the other ones like McConnell and, and different ones. There's something going on. There's something really strange going on. It's almost like anybody that can make decisions or make a good decision or a righteous decision is totally incapable now of making that decision or even trying to. So, Stuart, September, October, this is a strange set, a series of uh, weeks coming up. Yeah, I think uh, when you go, get in, I think it's Jeremiah the prophet, I'm just off the top, top of my head here, said that uh, our leaders would be um, basically put out a commission, and that's where we are. And, um, <laughs> I mean, we've got basic idiots on the front line to the to the people but behind it of course is a an agenda which other people don't seem to want to realize but uh the rich people of the earth have an agenda and it can best be outlaid uh, or, or outlined by the protocols which everybody says don't exist yes they do they've been around for a long time people say well that's that just a fib but didn't really happen and well, everything in the protocols is coming to pass. It's like the, the report from Iron Mountain. I was just a fake. Well, then how come everything that was said in the report from Iron Mountain is coming to pass? This is how they do it. They present it. They deny it. They ridicule it. And then they fulfill it. It's like the Georgia Guidestones, the culling of humanity. They had it up there for years. Now that now they took them down because now they're going to implement the program. Uh, that's the way it is. I want to get into this thing from uh, about uh, the new missiles. Satan two, of Putin, is a huge, huge sign that we're at the verge of the end. Jeremiah fifty, forty five through forty six. Therefore, hear ye the counsel of the Lord that he has taken against Babylon, America, of course, and his purposes that he has proposed against the land of the Chaldeans. That's us. Surely the least of the flock shall draw them out. Surely he shall make their habitation desolate with them. At the noise of the taking of Babylon... The earth is moved, and the cry is heard among the nations. This is kind of like it's heard all the way around the world. Now, my point being that only the Satan, too, could do this. It make, uh, the, the word move means to make the earth undulate, to shake and tremble, and possibly even moving it out of its orbit. In other words, the attack against the United States is overkill, way overkill. And they want to make sure we're done. And, of course, you know, here we have Russia announces Sarmat. ICBMs are now on combat duty. Russia's Sarmat strategic missile system has been put on combat duty the head of the Russian space, uh, I can't pronounce the name there, said on Friday, the Sarmat strategic complex has been put on combat duty. Russia tested the nuclear-capable Sarmat missiles throughout 2022. Last December, Russian President Putin said that Russia will maintain co uh, combat readiness and improved the country's nuclear triad, which he has called the main guaranteeing of its sovereignty. So, in other words, he's uh, you have to put this in, in effect with the dead hand 
situation that Russia has, where as a last resort, the AI takes over and launches everything Russia has, most of it orientated towards the United States, which, of course, is a very smart move. And I would take out, if I was them, I would take out London and Brussels and most of the United States all at the same time. If you're going to decapitate the big Satan, uh, then you're going to use a big missile. And this is what we're this is what we're looking at, folks. I know people just can't believe that we are Babylon the Great. Well, it doesn't make any difference if you can believe it or not. We are. We fulfill every single parameter laid down in the Bible to identify this country. And it's all coming to pass. Even the border crisis is outlined for America Babylon. It's not accidental that the borders are wide open or that we are being fulfilled with uh, uh, military combat age men. It's all right there in the scriptures. And yet, People will still refuse to believe this stuff. I don't know. What do you think, Larry? Well, I was—I had read some of that article, and, I, and if I'm right, uh, if I can remember right, I think those nukes were like 500 uh, kiloton or something. They're—they're they're massive. Uh, they could literally take an entire state out of the United States. And uh, they could actually take, they could probably take it, one would probably take out the entire U.K. And uh, I hate to say that, but uh, these are are really, really big deals. I think they go, I'm trying to remember, 16,000 miles an hour. I mean, uh, the ability to shoot them down is almost impossible. The closer they are to you when they fire, you don't even have a chance. And then if you're a few thousand miles away... Uh, you don't have much chance of any at all. Uh, you know, it's so interesting, Stuart, that it seems that NATO, which basically we run, it's, it, you know, it's like they, NATO has a death wish. It's like they know Putin and Russia has these things and will never surrender. They'll fight to the death, but yet they don't somehow believe it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think they do not believe Putin has the guts to push the switch. Uh, in in some ways, the longer he waits, the worse it's going to be. And, and of course, as you know, he's laid down a bunch of red lines and never did anything which merely emboldens them. But I, I also have to say, this whole thing to me is scripted. Uh, the Ukrainian war is scripted. You don't fight a war like the Ukraine war. I mean, you just don't fight a war that way. But Somebody's pulling the strings. Anyway, I wanted to bring this out. Firefighter whistleblower. Maui attack, not a wildfire. What was it? Uh, (laughs) They're arguing over it right now, but there's no question in my mind that this was a directed energy weapon that was involved in part of it to ignite certain parts of it. And um, uh, the the temperature were so hot, 2,500, 3,000 degrees, melts glass, aluminum melts first. But this is, um, even the firefighters out there in California, if you remember when they were, I guess, zeroing in on some land they wanted, uh, meaning uh, the powers that be, they just simply used a laser weapon. And people say, ah, ha, 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 that's not possible. We don't even have those. Yes, we do have them. We most certainly do have. We have weapons you wouldn't believe. You've you got to remember, folks, that after World War II, the technology, the technical aspects of warfare were transferred a lot over to the United States, and that included anti-gravity and stuff like that. And they've had years and years and years to experiment and uh, put it into action. And so I believe this is exactly what Hawaiian government Josh Green meant when he said, 
there are going to be fires months in and months out all across the country. Notice he's not saying summertime, fall, spring, all the time. I believe they're going to use these weapons. I believe this is exactly what Revelation was talking about. He maketh fire come down from the heavens to fool men. He fools them into giving up all of their rights all over the world. Got to remember, folks, the fourth beast of Daniel is a global beast. It has total power. It's unlike anything the world has ever seen before. And once they come into power, the liquidation rate, the culling rate of humanity is going to be horrific. And people just can't wrap their mind around that we have people on this planet that are so evil, they laugh at you as you're being gutted. They think that's a big joke, or they're torturing your children, and you're watching it, being forced to watch it. That's a joke to them. These people are demonics. They're full of hatred, total hatred. There's no love in any of that. And we've let it, we are the ones who let it happen. It wasn't anybody else. We could have stopped all this a long, long time ago. But we didn't. And here we are. And this is exactly what General Eisenhower talked about. He said, if you don't keep track of this uh, industrial military complex, it's basically, I'm paraphrasing him, but basically it's going to come, it's going to take over. Well, now we can call it the military pharmaceutical industrial complex, and it has taken over. So, anyway, there you go. What else you got, Larry? Well, I was going to ask you your opinion on, I sent you a video that just surfaced from Wagner Warlord, Ferguson, citing that rumors about wiping me out before plane crash in Russia, but he says uh, Sunday Times reports from new video that he says everything's okay. And I watched it, and he says, I'm in Africa. You know, I'm just working over here in Africa, and everything's just fine. So I don't know, Stuart. What do you think? You know, there's been a lot of speculation for over a month now almost on him and what was going to happen to Wagner. But isn't it interesting that uh, with thousands and thousands of Wagner fighters, uh, when that plane crash really occurred, there was a few threats came out on, uh, I think it was Telegram they used. But, however, nobody's blowed up about it, uh, reckon he's uh, alive and well in Africa and uh, on a new assignment. I would think so. I mean, the way they handled that in the beginning, you know, you, well, he was uh, on the manifest. He would never put his name on a manifest for a flight. He'd just never do that. Uh, as I said before, when I was working for General Electric, we, you have to be very careful when you're talking about top-level management. You can't put the chairman of the board, the president, and a lot of senior VPs on one airplane. If that airplane crashes, you just about wiped out the whole company. They don't allow that. Well, it's no different with Wagner and his group. They are going to parcel this up, and there's absolutely no way he would put his name on any manifest. So, uh, yeah, I believe his double was probably the one that was killed, and he's probably out on assignment like he kind of claims he is. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I guess if you really want to get somebody, you can. But as long as you're useful for for global deep state, you'll be kept alive. <laughs> oh, no, no. Amazing stuff. What else you got? Kind of interesting that uh, Harrison Floyd, I don't know if you know who that is, but that's a Trump supporter that – was arrested along with Trump, you know, and from that, uh, you know, Georgia grand jury deal where he had to go in. Anyway, uh, Harrison Floyd just made a comment. He says, I'm out of the Fulton County Jail, Georgia, on a $100,000 bond. 
They wanted to make an example of me, keep me as a Trump supporter in jail because there is now a seismic shift in blacks starting towards Trump away from the Democrats. And, you know, and, and what's interesting to me, Stuart, and, you know, if, and it doesn't take somebody really, really smart. If you look at what's going on in the country right now, all of our prisons, all the bad guys are being basically let out. And we're filling them up with what uh, you would think, like, uh, you know, the old, uh, F, you know, GRPU or whatever, uh, political yes. prisoners. In other words, if you, there's any dissent out there or there's anybody that's going to be your opponent in an upcoming election, they all go to jail. And that's we, we're seeing that all over the country, Stuart. Yeah, we've uh, we lost. I mean, really, this is a communist nation. You and I have been warning, I don't know how many years, that this was a communist insurrection. Nobody wanted to call it what it was. If you don't know what it is, you can't fight it. It's very, very obvious that the communists were taking over. And, of course, the fourth beast of Daniel, if you go into the book of Revelation, the feet of the bear, that's communism. The body of a leopard is fascism. And the head of the lion is obviously uh, Fabian or Fabian socialism. And that's exactly what this thing is merging into. And uh, it's going, it's coming through the United Nations and the World Economic Forum and all these others. And people like Bill Gates. Here's a headline for Bill Gates. Every person on earth should prove their identity with a digital ID. Well, there you go. How do you run a world if you don't know who the people are? How do you control them if you don't know who the people are? So you have to have everybody ID'd a global digital ID system. That's what they're gunning for. Now, is the Lord going to allow it, or is he going to destroy it? One super CMA will take care of their little <laughs> plans. So it's going to be interesting to watch how the Lord actually does deal with it. Um, you know, the truth is actually beginning to come out now. Uh, Russia, we brought this up before, I think, but Russia publicly accuses the United States deep state and big pharma of deliberate COVID pandemic to take over the world. Well, we've proven that, and we've also proven that it was the Department of Defense that was behind this whole thing. This was a military move against the citizens of the United States, and that's one of the reasons why a standing army is so dangerous, and that gets us into the Bill of Rights. If you really read the Bill of Rights, it's not there to go hunting. It says it is there to maintain a free state. In other words, you should be allowed to have the same weapons any military has. Well, people today would laugh and say, that's ridiculous. Well, is it? Depends on whether you want to be free or not. I mean, how do the nations survive this nuclear stuff? Uh, mutual destruction, MAD, M-A-D. Um, every nation is to the hilt with nuclear weapons. You, there were a lot of movies about that, Dr. Strangelove and How I Learned to Love the Bomb and all that sort of thing. And it was about this mutual um, destruction. And so it kept everybody in shape or, or checked everybody. I don't think that's going to happen, now. But anyway, you've got even Russia exposing, and, and it's true, we know what they're said is true, Pentagon conducts uncontrolled dual-use research and circumvention of international obligations under the Biological and Toxin Weapons Control Treaty. It was DARPA and the Department of Defense, according to the documents I saw, that is responsible for this whole COVID hoax. It was just nothing but influenza A or B modified, enough to scare people half to death. 
The real reason was they wanted them to take the jab. And speaking about that, they're still coming back for another role. Mask mandates, contact tracing, now being re-implemented at offices and colleges soon. It will be all over, and we will go under a lockdown unless the American people say, no, thank you, we will not do it. I hope they say that. But if they do, they'll come up with some other false flag, right, Larry? <laughs> They're not going to give up now. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I was listening to something kind of interesting today on uh, War Room, and Paul Dans was, uh, he was one of the Trump group, and he's got something called Project225.org. He's the director of the 2025 Transition Team Organization. Now, I'm not sure we'll even have an election. However, uh, he said this. This was what it was, and it's interesting wording to be coming off TV. Listen to this, Stuart. He says, we need to take over the White House and immediately pivot away from who and their directives that are global. Yeah. Well, who's going to take over? Um, it's a, just an arm of the U.N. And remember, we brought to you all the news, folks, about this kind of treaty or agreement that they have with all the nations of the world that uh, a pandemic or a plandemic or a scamdemic, whichever you want to choose, uh, they will come forward and say, well, this is what everybody has to do, uh, which will include mandated mRNA jabs. They want everybody jabbed. They're coming right out and saying so. In fact, DeFosse just said that if you don't take the jab, you should be isolated. Well, you should be in a FEMA camp, basically, is what he's saying. I wanted to ask you about this, Larry. Hungary blocks all EU aid to Ukraine. Uh, What's going on there? Well, it's really interesting. This is, uh, uh, I think his name, the Prime Minister of Hungary is Viktor Orban, and he's a whole lot like Trump. You, you remember how Bolsonaro down in Brazil was kind of like Trump, and him and Trump were getting along, and then they stole the election <laughs> from him first. And yep. now they're hunting him down. They want to put him in prison in Brazil, and that's what they're trying to do with Trump in America. However, uh, this this throws a wrench in things because, and matter of fact, let me say this. I just recently read on Gitter. I didn't know it, but on Gitter you get lots of news you won't get anywhere else. Apparently, uh, Orban, the prime minister of uh, Hungary, has sent tents and other equipment to uh, uh, Hawaii, to that to Maui, uh, for the people to stay in, they wasn't getting any help. They was getting a little water. I think some of it was bad. And isn't it interesting that Biden goes down there and talks about his kitchen fire, and you know where he had a little fire in his kitchen, and he leaves, you know, and and then you've got the Prime Minister of Hungary sending over stuff to house these people. And I and I sent you a blog today. It's really interesting. People can go to. Uh, Michael Snyder's Substack page. I sent this to you, Stuart. Yes. I don't know if you remember getting it, but it was about yep. the Maui fire, and now they have put up these strange black fences, curtains all around that region, and you can't go in there. I mean, and it's not that they're investigating; it's they're keeping people away. They don't want it investigated. And yep. and you know, let me go ahead and finish what you asked me. <laughs> uh, Orban, you know, Hungary voted there, you know, that no, the EU or Europe can no longer uh, fund uh, Ukraine and its war because we want to know where the, I think it was uh, $70 billion we gave Ukraine, where it went, which we're not getting answers. So his one vote has put a stop on uh, Europe supplementing the war. So basically, Stuart, uh, America's going to have to keep feeding them money and equipment or uh, Zelensky's going to be in trouble. 
Yeah, I understand that it's a meat grinder over there, even now. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, I don't know what to say about it. This is a kind of a deal for Trump. We will not comply. Trump backs bombshell. Alex Jones report rejects left-wing lunatics trying to bring back COVID lockdowns. So this is going to get interesting. And uh, But Trump also has some dangerous ideas when it comes to some things. So we just have to watch and see how it all turns out. Here's a n- new one. New world order will emerge from these wildfires, says uh, Klaus Slob. <laughs> well, it does. What else you got, Larry? Well, I was going to mention also, uh, because I know you and I have always told people that we find clues in books and movies, and we do dig into those things, and we really do find clues. They they really oh, yeah. announce what's going on. Well, listen, recently I found a really, really good uh, couple of authors. They're, they're retired military. Their name's Andrews and Wilson. I post them on my blog. And they recently put out a three-book series, on, and, and it's similar to, uh, to uh, all the series by Frank Peretti, you know, uh, spiritual warfare kind of stuff. But this is spiritual mm-hmm. warfare on steroids, and it involves natural warfare. But what's interesting, the third book in the series, and that book came out at the end of 2022, and here we are in 2023, we're having uh, entire cities and bodies incinerated, or I guess you could say. Uh, and in this book, and it's called, it's a shepherd series of Andrews and Wilson. You can get it from Amazon if you want to. And it's the third book called Dark Fall. Now, isn't it interesting that if you'll remember, Stuart, the the uh, the Under Siege two movie yes. that you talk about a lot with Steven Stagall, where they had this uh, satellite that that incinerated or start, started fires. You know, it started first one in China, by the way, in the movie. Yes. And yep. anyway, isn't that odd that? Uh, it's night, and it was. I looked it up. I found it, and it was under siege two, dark territory. That was the wording, and that movie's probably. I don't know. I'm guessing, ten years old now, or something like oh, that. Oh, more than that, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm. I don't figure. Okay. I'm. You know. I don't count. I try to cheat on my years. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, the the third book is called Dark Fall. Is that the title of it? And interestingly, in this book, and it's it's 2022, think about the time frame. We're only maybe barely a year or months after that. We have a scenario, you know, that happens in Maui that can't be explained. Then we're having sudden fires that are just erupting with volatility all across Canada, east and west, and in the U.S. in certain areas, and and also in uh, they're reported, you know, La Palma, you know, those islands and, you know, Canary Islands and, yep. and over there. And they said uh, a couple other places this is going on. But in, the, mo- in the, the book, Dark Fall, they had an invention. It was called a, D- it was a DEW, a direct energy weapon. And it, this weapon was uh, portable. It had a power source. And they could fly it. And and uh, take out and in the book they took out a uh, an entire city in Peru. And they absolutely uh, you couldn't even find the people. Everything was incinerated to the degree that it was like uh, you know how a funeral home will uh, mm-hmm. you know get rid of a body. Cremate is a good word. Uh, everybody was cremated. Even nothing. The victims were all piles of dust in this book, and that was a test. And, and, you know, a lot of people died, but that was the test. And then they were going to use it against the U.S., you know, targets inside the U.S. And, uh, of course, this was being utilized in the book by uh, satanically inspired individuals. It was the elite. It was uh, the people with the power and all the money that they were trying to take out any resistance or opposition 
But, Stuart, what's the odds of that happening and that book coming out in 2022 and Dark and dark Siege, you know, before that? And now we've got Maui, which we can't even get anybody to talk about. Yeah. No, I think they're trying to cover up in some degree. Some of them are mocking laws, not a direct energy weapon. We don't have them. Well, in Dark Territory, and that was released back uh, long ago. I don't remember the exact date. But um, in in that movie, of course, that's exactly what it was. It was a directed energy weapon. And they took out not only parts of uh, a China chemical plant was what they went after and uh, obliterated it. And then he shot down an airliner, which reminded me of the claims that that airliner with uh, Wagner's so-called leader on, which we now find out he wasn't on, but there were reports that it appeared that that was an attack from a laser weapon. And uh, we have no idea how far advanced this stuff is. It's been kept secret from us. So the average person has no idea that we have anti-gravity. We have TR-3Bs. We have massive, massive space operations. And people just don't believe it because they don't. They, they just can't believe this stuff any better because it's coming down. Hey, Stuart. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to mention when you're saying what people don't believe, uh, when we were fighting the Afghanistan war, you remember the video, and it was very, it was an original video. They videoed a uh, base under attack, a uh, Taliban base, I think it was, that uh, they were using, somebody was using, a, it was a uh, triangular craft that looked like a TR-3B, and they were using some type of energy or laser weapon on those below. You remember that? Yes, they do. And then they came and they tried to say, well, that was all made up. No, it wasn't. That was a real video made by a real soldier who was, uh, he was, uh, I don't know what the word to use that he was using. He couldn't believe his eyes when he saw it happen. They have this stuff, folks. They have the power now. It's just a question of when they're going to advance it over the entire world. And I go back to Revelation, he maketh fire to come down out of heaven. And uh, that it's going to force everybody. It's going to be used in the wildlands project to get people out of the rural districts, etc., etc., etc. And more bad news, the labor market is imploding. Job openings crater. Prior data unexpectedly revised sharply lower so this is a slow moving train wreck like we've warned you make sure you got cash on hand like larry said enough to go for probably a month or more and uh you know just kind of hunker down when this thing collapses but it is going to collapse one more thing here weekend geomagnetic storm watch a geomagnetic storm watch is in effect september 2nd and 3rd when one and perhaps two CMEs are expected to hit Earth's magnetic field. Neither impact will be major, but added together, they could spark G1 minor or G2 class moderate uh, geomagnetic storms with auroras possible in northern tier U.S. states. So this is the sun has come around again, and uh, that's the way it is anyway. Last word, Larry, quick. Yeah, I was just going to mention real quick on Stinchfield tonight on uh, America's Voice. They were interviewing someone and he, with the government, and he said, we are not at all protected for any geomagnetic or EMP event, no matter what the source. He says America is not protected. Yeah, I, I would agree with that 100%. They've been lying to us and fooling around with this stuff for I don't know how long. Um, it's... Um, it's just weird. Uh, Twitter, now called X, listen to this, folks, plans to collect biometric data, job and school histories. What do they need that for? You might remember that the head of the NSA, uh, NA, uh, NASA, 
not NASA, I mean the NSA, um, said that he, they really loved all these social networks because it allowed them to go out there and collect all the data on people. They're, they're forming a full-scale, um, not only biometrics, but whatever you believe and everything else, and full economic, and they're going to profile you for that and probably round you up. Anyway, I guess we're out of time, so good night, folks. Take care. Heads up. Have a nice weekend. And uh, I guess as best as we can, hang on. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.